I appreciate everybody coming today. Just um, got off the field from practice and, um, you know, certainly was a very, very difficult uh, weekend uh, for all of us. And, um, you know, had, had a meeting with the team today. Um, we talked about a lot of things. And um, there's a good uh, group of our guys who played with Dwayne, um, and, and they're hurting. It was a um, tough weekend for all of us, you know, and uh, certainly our prayers are going out with the family, uh, the entire family, um, his wife, certainly his parents. Um, you know, Dwayne and Tamara were awesome. His sister, Tamia, I know he and Dwayne were very, very close. He used to talk about her all the time. And, uh, and certainly all his friends and teammates. And, um, you know, it's hard to wrap your mind around something like this, especially when it just happened so tragically to a young person, <clears throat> especially somebody who had such a big heart. Uh, I think when you think about Dwayne, you just think about the compassion that he had, certainly for all of his teammates and his friends. But just, you know, he always took time after practice to be around uh, family members, kids. You know, he was... He was like a big brother to RJ. I remember he took RJ to a high school basketball or high school football game. And, um, you know, they, they spent a lot of time together. He meant a lot to my family, he meant a lot to this program. And he's going to be sorely missed. It's so close uh, to Saturday morning right now. It's still hard to kind of get our feet underneath us and, and see clearly right now. But uh, we all are hurting. And um, I know you guys are going to have some questions, but um, appreciate you guys coming out today. Hi, Brian. Um what were some of your first impressions of Dwayne when you met him when you first got here in 2017? And what, what are just some of your, your favorite memories of Dwayne overall? Yeah, I think the first thing was uh, you just saw somebody who you just enjoyed to be around. You know, our guys really enjoyed being around him. He, he uplifted others. That smile that he had was just infectious. Um, and he kind of had an old soul about him. You know, somebody who was young and very, very talented on the field, just had a, a gift for throwing the football. But Sometimes when you're talking to him, you thought like you were talking to a you know a 45 or 50 year old man. You know just the way he um, approached life in general. Uh, he was a a man of faith, you know, and and um, he really had great integrity and values about him. Some of my favorite memories are probably just the day to day stuff that that we have. That some of those are private, but but on the field, uh, my favorite game was the Maryland game. I thought that was the game where um, he really grew up. I think he had three rushing touchdowns in that game and. Um, that was back in his home state, and he was not going to be denied that, that day. And, and he showed real toughness, which is something that um, I know he wanted to you know, kind of prove to everybody that he was um, not just a throwing quarterback because the, the quarterbacks we had previously with JT and, and Braxton, um, they, were, they were runners, and, and they could also throw the ball. But um, you know, I think Dwayne saw himself as a passer who could also run the ball, and he was trying to show it that, that day, and that was a very, very, very difficult game. And he stepped up in a big way, and uh, you know I'll remember that one probably the most. I would have bet money that you would have picked uh, the, the game against your rivals that year, but uh, but I hear what you're saying. Uh, just one more from me. Um, speaking of that 2018 season, you guys will always be intertwined, you and Dwayne, for revolutionizing the Ohio State offense. Him as the record-breaking quarterback, you as the offensive coordinator calling the shots, and as the head coach for three games that season. What what are your thoughts about that? I don't know. I, I think that. Um, there's a lot of people that are involved, but certainly Dwayne really kickstarted, you know, kind of the way that we've thrown the ball and in the passing game here and the story of how he was recruited and um, is quite interesting. And just the way that you know, he was 11 years old walking through this facility and said that this is what I'm going to do and then did it. I think that's the legacy that he's going to leave behind to so many other younger people um, 
across the country, not just in Buckeye Nation, is that you can you know set a dream and goal and go achieve it. And he did it, and then really you know broke a lot of records that year, that 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 first year in 2018. And um, I think that's probably one of the biggest legacies he's going to leave behind is just he set a dream and he chased it and he did it. And um, but I do think when you when you think about um, the passing game now and kind of where it's where it's going and where it is, uh, he's had a big big part of that. Yeah. Ryan, uh, you mentioned you know a lot of your guys hurting. I mean, you've talked a lot about mental health. We were just talking about it a couple weeks ago. Just kind of how have uh, you guys, the program, kind of made sure that you know those guys who didn't know Dwayne or are dealing with it okay? Yeah, we you know we just talked to them that, that there there are you know people here that can help and um, those resources and assets are, are there uh, for them. Um, biggest thing is is to lean on each other, and uh, that's when you're part of a family. That's what you do. And um, you know that that's about all you can do. There's nothing you can do to make it better at this point. I will say um, thank you to so many people who have reached out in support. Um, I just think that the the outpouring of support nationally, uh, opponents, rivals, has just been nothing but first class. And uh, in moments like this, it's bigger than sports and bigger than football, and it means a lot to us to see those people reach out and the support. And have you guys decided if you're going to do anything on Saturday to honor Dwayne? We will. Yeah, we're still deciding on that. My question, Right. Maybe not just Saturday. I know it's only been two days, and you just talked with some of the guys. Like, what would you like to do to honor Dwayne beyond a spring game, or for the? You know, I don't know. It's so early on. Like, what do you envision? What, what would the program like to do for him? Yeah. You know, it, we're still trying to process all of that, and it's you know, in today's day and age, things happen so happen so fast. We're just trying to digest it all. Um, I have a, a list of things that I've written down. Some probably, um, you know, too big. Some maybe not big enough. And uh, we'll just keep talking about it this week. And you know, I don't think we'll decide. You know, this week, we're certainly going to do something uh, on Saturday to recognize him in in some sort of a tribute, um, which I think is very very appropriate, especially you know, with Buckeye Nation all being together. I heard an interview with him after the Big Ten championship game, and someone asking the questions. I forget who it was in the interview. Asked, you know, was talking about all the records he broke and everything like that. The first thing he did was put the praise back on his teammates, God, but then quickly to Buckeye Nation. Buckeye Nation meant a lot to Dwayne, and I think uh, having everybody there on Saturday um, is significant. And we'll we'll make sure we do things the right way. And then moving forward, uh, we just want to make sure we do it the right way and think it through. It's kind of crazy on. Wednesday, I believe, CJ referenced the way Dwayne had mentored quarterbacks, the way that Justin had tried to do that. You know, I know that maybe CJ hadn't spent a ton of time with Dwayne, but this sort of legacy that you're talking about and the way he maybe altered that and the mentorship for those quarterbacks, you spend so much time with them. What made Dwayne special in that regard? I I think... um... He always felt like, I don't know how you guys felt, but I always felt like he, he felt like he was built for this. Like he, he always knew that this was going to happen to him, and he just walked with so much confidence that way. And I remember before, I think it was the second game we were playing Rutgers, and it was raining sideways, and woke him up in the, in the hotel room, and I, I said, Dwayne, I think it's going to rain today. Just, Coach, we got this. Don't worry about it. Didn't even think twice and just walked right downstairs and got ready to go. He just had that way about him. And... Uh, that gives you confidence as a coach. And being in those meetings every day with him and just seeing the work that he had put in, um, 
and then putting it on the field in that moment, I think you're right. I think it, it's it kind of catapulted the offense, the receivers, the passing game, uh, just in general. And it's kind of hard to put to words uh, what he meant when this has all happened so fast, but he had a major impact on the whole, on this whole thing. Fourth row middle, uh, Pat Murphy, 24-7 Sports. Ryan, you mentioned him kind of helping to revolutionize this offense. When you first get here, you first kind of see his arm, see what he can do. Obviously, you had JT, you guys are doing that type of stuff, but was what he was able to put on the field for you what you guys envisioned as, hey, we can change things, we can we can start to move in a different direction? Yeah, I mean, I... I I think Coach Meyer, um, you know, said it best when when he when he saw him as a young player. I mean, he just he saw something special in him, and um, you know, the recruiting story kind of had its own um, you know journey to it. But he ended up as a Buckeye, and and then quickly uh, when, when I got here, you just recognize, you just see the wrist, you see how quick the ball comes out, you see the accuracy, you see all those things. You still see a young person who's trying to figure out the game, but you could just see how talented he was and how quick the ball came out. And I think the receivers believed in him as a player. I think that was very important. And Dwayne led a little bit different maybe than JT or some of the quarterbacks before. Um, he did a lot of his work in the locker room, and he had a little bit of that following. They just believed in who he was. And so because of that, um, he, he was able to build confidence, and they, they kind of played with that, that kind of confidence. And, um, yeah, I just I think that that part was special. I don't know what you guys have gone through as a family, but how do you talk with all of your family, but specifically you mentioned that story, how do you talk with him about losing someone like that that, as you said, was, was important? We were in the car the other day, um, and well, we were up in um, up at a little camp that, that he went to when we were driving back and trying to put our minds and wrap our minds around it. I, I didn't really have good anything good to tell him, really. I just I couldn't quite understand what, what to think of it all. It just... Uh, very confusing, um, sad, um, but it makes you you know hug your loved ones a little bit more, and you just understand how fragile life is. But um, something like this is is difficult to explain. Uh, front row middle, uh, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Um, I know you are close with this family. Have, I assume you've been in communication with this family. How are they doing? Um, you can address anything with that. Yeah. So they, um, you know, they've been obviously they're crushed and and staying pretty close to the vest right now and uh so we're trying to respect that the best we can and just know that uh we certainly um you know send as many messages as possible just letting them know that we're here for them but you know what do you say in times like this other than that we're here for you and i think they've mentioned earlier you know you're you're you and Dwayne are so intertwined if Dwayne doesn't have the year he had in 2018 do you think that you are here do you think this program is anywhere near what it is right now no, probably not. You know, you think about that TCU game and you just think about how things happen in life and certain people are, you know, meant to spend time together and God has a plan for us all and we end up on the same path together. And, um, and you know, to your point, I don't think, um, you know, any of us would be here. The program would be where it is without without Dwayne and the way that it all happened. Um, and uh, I guess that's life. You know, things things happen, but... Uh, there are certain moments and defining moments in your career and your life where things can go one way or the other. And because in that moment, Dwayne was there and the way everything shook out and, and during that season, um, we're here now. And uh, he was a major part of that. Well, 
I know it's hard to simplify an entire life, but if there was a word that somebody that didn't know Dwayne or just saw him on the field, what would you use to describe his, his life and who he was? I think I asked the, the, some of the players, and the first thing they say is a smile. You know, not that that's a word, but they just, they, they do. You know, the, the look in his eye, it was just so genuine. Um, I, I think of his compassion that he had for people. And then, you know, on the field, it was just his, his talent, his ability to throw the ball. I mean, it was just beautiful. The ball would come out so fast and so quick. And, um, you know, the quick twitch of from the upper half was just unbelievable. And it was just, like, beautiful to watch. I mean, if you came out and watched practice, sometimes the ball never hit the ground. And uh, he just had that special talent about him. And he, and he had a confidence, too, even though he hadn't really done it that year in 18. Like, he knew he was going to do it. And... um you know, I remember being like super anxious and nervous before those games, and I'd look at him, and and he would kind of calm me down. You know, like we got this, coach. Don't worry about it. You know, and I'd be panicked, but um, he just had that calming way about him that uh, you knew you felt good going into the games that he was going to be there. Uh, uh, play Hall, WSYX. Back to the mental health uh, piece because it was so sudden and it hit so close to home. How how do you think your team is dealing with this? Hard to say. Yeah, there's a good portion of the guys that didn't know him. Um, um, you know, most of the staff in the Woody um, had very, a very close relationship with him, uh, and there was still you know, a group of seniors who, who did. They were teammates with him. So, uh, and then other guys who maybe didn't play with him but had some sort of a relationship with him. So, um, it's kind of a mixed bag of emotions, I think. Um, and so, you know, we prayed on it this morning. You know, Cam Bab, um, you know, said a prayer, and uh, we're going to lean on each other. The best we can, um, you know. There's no real blueprint for things like this. And and you're expected to lead at a time like this. That has to be difficult. Yeah, to say I mean, the least. Yeah, I think that's why you put so much work in uh, on a day-to-day basis to build the foundations of your program for when when these thunderbolts hit you. You know that you have something to stand on and you have a foundation to work through and to lean on each other and love within the um, program. So that uh, you you can push through it, but doesn't make it easy. Could you talk about you know we all know life's not fair, and you talk about you know how bad everyone's hurting. You know you've talked to the team. Just when you when you the kids that knew them, how are they acting, and, and do you see a, a rallying? I guess I mean sometimes. A- yeah, I think that they're they're a little bit lost. You know, I think. Um, it's been a couple of years since since um, you know, he's been with the program, but they also stayed in close touch with him. I know a lot of guys constantly were were texting and, and communicating with him, and so um, you know they're they're hurting right now. And you know, just like any of us, I mean, I'm you know, I guess 44 years old now, and I I don't know how to feel. I'm certainly if you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you're just having a hard time with it all and um, confusing. So again, what do you do in times like this? You just try to lean on each other the best you can. Um, what you can't do is just try to do something or say something you think is going to make it all better. It's not going to happen. You have to go through the process. Does it surprise you at all, though, you look at social media, how many people's lives this kid you know, touched? It's been unbelievable, I, I think. And that says so much about who he is. I mean, he, he left a legacy even at 24 years old. Um, and I think that uh, it says so much about who he was as a person because of that. I just think the outpouring of support shows what type of special person he was. I know that when um, Justin was making his decision to come here, he reached out to Dwayne to yeah. talk. Was, how much of those 
relationships continued over the years? Did the, the next couple of years, did he continue that relationship with Justin as far as you know? And what was some of the other quarterbacks who've come through here? Yeah, I know. I think he, he was kind of a big brother to those guys, to Justin, I think even CJ. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's when, when you um, – you know, come through uh, Ohio State and, and you play the position and you kind of walk in those shoes, only a few people quite understand what that's like. And so uh, he did. He was he was a great resource for those guys, just like, you know, JT and uh, Braxton and those guys and Cardell were big brothers to Dwayne. And and I know he and Joe stayed in touch. Um, and, you know, those guys, uh, you know, were, were friends and they competed, but, but they had so much respect for each other. And so and it's a little bit of a... Um, you know, tight group there uh, because it's such a unique position. Uh, uh, front row right, Tim May, Letterman Row. Yeah, right. How much had you spoken to uh, Dwayne in the last several months or year or so? Because obviously the NFL can be glory and can be a grind, and he found, I think, the tough side of it and stuff. You were in the NFL for a couple of years as an assistant coach, and just what were y'all talking about? Where was his head in terms of like maybe a restart, so to yeah. speak? Yeah, I, that was um, you know the, the most significant conversation was when he did have that that restart with with the Steelers and um, and Coach Tomlin was unbelievable. You know, he and I got together uh, here and just had some conversations, and he really wanted to help Dwayne. He felt he saw those things, those special traits in Dwayne, and um, really poured into him. And I think um, it says a lot about that organization and just. Um, what they tried to do for him and, and where they were at, and um, but but I think he felt like this was a great opportunity for him. He made some changes, and um, he was all in. Um, and so, anytime you play one year of college football, really, and then go into that league, it's it's a challenge, and and, and that was going going to be a journey, and it takes time, and especially at that position, everyone has a different story, and he was still working through that adversity. And now may not be, even be the right time to ask this, but it is uh, in some respect. You ever pinch yourself about spring in 2018 and you had Joe Burrow sitting there and and Dwayne and just what a room that was. And is it, obviously things are fleeting, right? But yeah. I mean, just what, what do you recall of that room, I guess? Oh yeah, I mean, um, very talented group, um, very competitive every day. It was hard to get um, everybody reps. Um, and, uh, but it was, it was fun to be there every day. Uh, you know, they were good on the field, but they were great in the meeting room. I mean, you had to bring it every day as a coach. And um, so my first year, um, you know, coaching those guys, it was it was a challenge every day. I mean, there was a fight to see who could get the answer first. And, um, and, and I think really Dwayne grew as time went on in that area because there's so much more to it. And I think some of the big games he had, especially – down the stretch in that 18 year. I mean, he did a great job with the protections. He did so many of those things. And I think the other guys in that room got him better by the competition in the meeting room. Got time. Just a few more. Uh, Colin Gay, Rivals. Hey, Ryan. One, you mentioned the trust that Dwayne had generated with his wide receivers. And I'm curious because that room was also incredibly tight, whether it's Paris, Terry, Johnny. What do you remember about the relationship that he cultivated in that kind of space and, and, and what that was able to do like in terms of translating to the field yeah I, I i know that all those guys are crushed right now um really hurting uh there was a special relationship there and um i know that they had talked a lot going into that season of what 18 could be like and then as they were putting it on the field it was just it was neat and fun to be around and 
practice was great. I mean, those guys really worked. And, you know, Terry and Paris had really, you know, become self-made. I mean, they, you know, Johnny was the same way, KJ and Austin and Ben. I mean, they worked hard for that opportunity. And so they really believed in, in who Dwayne was. And uh, because of that, they were all having a lot of success. And it was a lot of excitement around that. And then afterwards, I know they stayed very, very close. Certainly he and Terry on the same team in Washington. And, but I know they all stayed in close contact. I, I, I don't know what sort of intangibles with Dwayne his play do you when you develop quarterbacks when you recruit quarterbacks what kind of do you turn back to and you're like yeah this is what Dwayne did and this is what I want to see out of a guy in my room because Dwayne did this before. yeah I would say the traits were um, anticipation off the charts um, you know the, the the his throwing motion the way the ball came out was special um, poise. Um, yeah, he played. He he'd get the ball out quickly. You know, it didn't take long for him to see it and get it out. Um, I'd say those are the big ones. We'll go, uh, second row left, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Um, just given where the quarterback room has gone since then, some have come and gone, obviously. But is it fair to say that Dwayne is maybe the mold you look for in quarterbacks on the recruiting trail? Oh, certainly the way he threw the ball, yeah. Um, but you know, everyone kind of has a different style and it's hard to compare others but um you know we, we first want to have a quarterback who can throw it and then and then if you can run and do other things then that's a bonus and but but yeah i mean um you know his ability to stretch the field and it, even just throwing the ball on the perimeter like bubbles remember that year that was huge for our guys and how quickly he get the ball out of his hand um and he's, he's kind of like a point guard out there uh so yeah we want guys like that who can see the field and throw the ball and and he obviously kick-started all of it Obviously, with that list out of all those records he broke, which is pretty expensive, when you see it all on one page, did, knowing what you know now, that you know, getting CJ, getting Justin, getting Jack, obviously he's left now, getting Kyle, did it need to be that explosive to kind of make a point of what you wanted to do here as a quarterback developer? I mean, you know, we 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 had um, you know success, um, you know, the first year with JT. He really you know, did a great job, in my opinion, throwing the ball that year. I think you could see it building. Um, Especially the way he played in that Penn State game, and so you you could see it coming and building, and then Dwayne really took that into in the next gear, and uh, took it and ran, um, and so you know we've, we we learned a lot about the offense that year as well, and then and then tweaked it a little bit the next year, but yeah, I mean for the, for somebody to make an impact in one season the way he did is remarkable. We'll go second row right, Rob Baller, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, what we see media, what the fans see, is just a small piece of what a person is. If you had to summarize, like, behind the scenes, how would you want Dwayne to be remembered, sort of the person? Yeah. Um, compassion for others. I, I don't really think he thought of himself first. I think he, he was constantly thinking about his friends and his family, um, thinking about others. Uh, I think all of those relationships really mattered to him. However, uh, he, 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 he wanted to be great. He did. I mean, that was a big part of his dreams as a young, young man and, uh, you know, as an 11-year-old kid coming up. And so he was driven to do that. Um, and, you know, he worked really hard. He put a lot of extra work in in the offseason. Um, and, yeah, I would say that's probably it. I mean, just, again, just always thinking about others, compassion, that infectious smile, the old soul. I mean, that was the things that come to mind. And final questions, uh, second row left, Bill Landis, The Athletic. Ryan, um, I, I know the quarterback position is sort of just naturally kind of captivating 
by its nature, but the, the way Dwayne played the game, that the the joy that he seemed to play with, with, the smile you mentioned there, like how do you think that resonated, particularly with with the young players? I know you get campers in here in the summer, and I know I'm sure guys you recruit, you know, mentioned Dwayne as well. But just how do you think he connected with people of of, of that age group with the way that he played? I, I think he did. Yeah, I think um, he was able to take an environment where it's very stressful and make it fun. I think, and I think that you're right. I think people saw that in him. Um, you know, he'd be laughing and smiling and doing those things. And I'd be like, no, let's, let's focus. We, we got to we go back out there and play. Uh, but he just had that way about him. And I think that had to do again with his, 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 his faith and the way he was built was that he just, he knew that that's where he was supposed to be at that time. And um, that he was ready for the moment. And he just brought that way about him. And, uh, he brought a, you know, it was it was fun to play quarterback at Ohio State at that time. It was fun to be part of this offense. I think that if that's what you're getting at, I agree with that. Yeah. Coach, thank Good. You. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate it.